Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, responsible delinquents, to Minisode number 154 on the More Than Fitness Podcast. Today's Minisode, we are going to talk about quick and effective lifting warm-up and cool-down strategies to reduce stress and prevent injury. That's the title that I have down in my notes, but after saying it, it's a little bit of a mouthful, so we'll we'll see what, what ends up happening here with this title. But nonetheless, that is what we are going to cover today. Um, where to start with this? Uh, usually, there are two camps whenever it comes to warm-ups and cool-downs. I'm curious which one you guys are. Um, the two camps usually on the spectrum is going to be people who walk in the gym and basically don't warm up whatsoever, right? And they just kind of jump straight into their main lifts for the day. And then you have the other end of the spectrum where people come in and they do every single warm-up exercise you can think of. So they do foam rolling, they do breathing, they do mobility exercises, they do core activation, they do uh, some some walking or running or something, right? They just do every single warm-up imaginable and then, you know, it takes 20 minutes just to get through the warm-up and get into their primary workout. And both are pretty stupid, right? That's that's just kind of <laughs> that's just kind of the 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 latter, the people who take way too long. It's just it's not necessary. It's just not necessary to do all of those things. Uh, and then the people who don't warm up at all, you are just kind of asking for trouble, really. Like that's that's just kind of how it goes. And I think that I understand why you would want to just kind of get right into your workout. I know many of you are super busy. You've got places to be, you've got things to see. Um, and so you just kind of skip right into it, right? You just, you're just like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to do a couple flailing arm type things. And then I'm going to go ahead and jump right into my main lift for the day. Uh, and, and that is also stupid because it's just like, it's probably going to increase your chances of injury. Uh, if you do this and then you can't lift at all, right? If you're injured, you can't you can't lift at all. And if you ask anybody who has maybe like fucked up their shoulder or their knee or their elbow or something like that or their back, right? It, all it takes is is one little injury like that, and it can really affect you for the rest of your life. To be 100 percent honest, like I know friends who have had shoulder injuries and, and with their rotator cuffs and things, and it's just they they can never. They're never fully at 100% again, even sometimes with surgery or, or, or whatever. And I don't say this to like scare you or anything. All I'm saying is that most of you don't care about warmups until you have to, right? Which is, which is kind of what we are trying to prevent and hence why I wanted to create this mini-sode and kind of get you guys to take it a little bit more seriously. Um, if you are in that camp, if you're in the camp where you take it way too seriously, then I also have some news for you as well. All right, let's go ahead and get right into the the strategies of it. Um, it really doesn't have to be anything super complicated. Like the, the honestly, the most, and, and that's the thing with people who don't warm up at all. It's just like you don't have to warm up for for very, you know, about ten minutes, five to ten minutes tops, 
And that's that's going to be it. Actually, probably even less than that. Yeah, I would say like five to seven minutes is going to be ideal. But the the most important part of a warm up is shocker warming up your body temperature, right? So just simply, if you, especially as it gets colder in, in these these fall and winter months, it's going to become even more important that you are making sure that your your body temperature is raised whenever you get into the gym. It just basically like it just lubricates everything, you know. So you just cover your body in lube whenever you warm up properly. Whenever you you get on the treadmill, you walk for about five minutes. What I, that's usually what I do. I get on the treadmill, I walk for about five minutes, I get my heart rate up. I get my body temperature up. I maybe break just a touch of a sweat and then I'm all lubed up and I'm feeling good and I'm ready to hit my main lifts for the day, right? Well, actually, so first I like to, I like to get on the treadmill for about five minutes, do a little bit of incline walking. So about like a, I know some of you like specific, so I'll go ahead and get into it about like a three to four incline. And then I walk on about like a three and a half speed. And that's, that's just, and then uh, whatever I'm on my phone, I'm, do, I'm doing whatever, but the, the main goal, let's get our heart rate up. Let's get our body temperature up and prepare us for what is about to come next. So after the treadmill, after, you know, you don't have to do the treadmill, just after I get my heart rate up a little bit, you can jump rope, you can do the elliptical, elliptical, you can play basketball, right? For five minutes. Um, you can just shoot around if you want. That's, that's going to be number one. So raising my heart rate and body temperature, that's going to be number one. And the next part, the, the next important part is taking the body parts that you're about to use for that day, uh, through their full range of motion. Right. And so that's, so let's say you're going to do an upper body day, something with with pressing, right, uh, or, or pulling. Either way, the the main thing that you want to do is take all of those muscles that you're about to use through a full range of motion. Uh, and so for me, usually what this looks like is something. I'm trying to even think now that I, I, I what it, what would it be called? Arm swings, basically. So like if you're on the video podcast, it's just whenever you fling your arms back and forth. This is what a lot of people do just kind of naturally. Uh, they just kind of fling their arms back and forth uh, over top of each other, just through the full range of motion for your shoulders, right? I look like such an idiot on the on the video podcast right now because I have one hand on the mic and the other one, hold on, I'm going to put this down and I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. So if you're on the audio podcast, give me like two seconds. So it's here like this, right? This is what we're doing. Even hear my shoulder pop. So just kind of throwing your arms back and forth, throwing your arms back and forth, kind of like that. That's going to loosen up a little bit of your thoracic, loosen up a little bit of your shoulders. Uh, and then next, after I do a little bit of those arm flailing things where I tap my back, basically, then I'm going to do some arm circles, right? So you can start with small arm circles uh, forward and backwards, and then you can take them uh, a little bit larger. And this just, again, it's taking your shoulders through the full range of motion, whether you're doing back, whether you're doing chest, whether you're doing arms, shoulders, whatever, your shoulders are going to be pretty important to get lubed up. Uh, lubed seems to be the word of the day for this podcast. Um, but taking that shoulder through the full range of motion, I do that on both sides. I do full arm circles, trying to just take that shoulder through its full range of motion. Uh, and that, uh, that's, that's going to get my arms and shoulders loosened up quite a bit. It's going to get my back loosened up a little bit. Uh, next, sometimes if I'm feeling extra tight and especially for you people who uh, are at a desk all day, or maybe you're just kind of hunched over, or maybe your upper back is just a, a little bit tight, um, this is where something like some type of thoracic extension can come into play and can be super helpful with foam with a foam roller. 
And notice I'm not saying that you need to foam roll for 10 minutes before every session. I think foam rolling is absolutely overblown uh, and there's just not a lot of research to support the utility of it. I think the idea behind foam rolling is useful whenever you have maybe a range of motion that you can't typically get into uh, very easily whenever you first start. And so using the foam roller, the idea behind it is to use the foam roller, you massage that area out, and then it's going to give you a little bit more range of motion. So let's say if you foam roll your, your upper back, right, and you reach up overhead, right, before you're not going to have as good a range of motion, and then you foam roll your back, and then let's say your overhead uh, range of motion can be a little bit better. That's, that's kind of the idea is that you can improve your range of motion so that then whenever you go and lift then you can take your muscles through those full ranges of motion. You can strengthen that little extra bit that you weren't able to do before the foam rolling. And so I think that in cases like that, that can be useful. But the thing with foam rolling is that it's an acute response. So if you foam roll yourself right now, you're not going to reap the benefits later on tonight, right? It's just an acute um, response. So I think that if you use that wisely, it can work. And so thoracic extensions are a part um, that I like to use with the foam roller because it allows, so thoracic, extent, thoracic is gonna be your upper back, right? And so if your upper back is constantly hunched forward over a, a, a computer or something, it makes sense that, so if your your shoulders are forward and your, your um, upper back is kind of hunched forward, that's gonna be called thoracic like flexion. And so what we want is the opposite direction. We want some extension. It makes sense. Whatever you're doing all day long, it probably makes sense in your warmup to kind of counterbalance that movement a little bit. And so with the thoracic extension, I just put the foam roller like right underneath my shoulder blades. And all I do is kind of go back and forth as far as, um, uh, uh, extending my upper back. Again, this is difficult to do without demonstrating, but just look up thoracic extension with the foam roller and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's something super basic. You can do like 10 reps of going back and forth of opening up your chest, opening up your upper back. And that's just going to be something that can counterbalance what you've been doing all day. It'll loosen things up back there. Again, it'll lube things up and it'll allow you to uh, lift a little bit more safely moving forward. So we have the warming up your body temperature through like a treadmill, then you're going to take the muscles through a full range of motion. So for upper body, I'm going to do some arm swings. I'm going to do the weird arm taps on my back thing that I tried to show you. I'm going to do the thoracic extensions. Um, and then for, uh, and then sometimes I'll maybe also do some rope face pulls, right? So if you don't know what a rope face pull is, go ahead and look that up. And that's just going to take, that's just going to warm up my upper back a little bit more. It's going to warm up my rotator cuffs. So, so look that up and you can give those a little try as well. And you can just do one set of each, right? Each, all of this should take, you know, no more than like 90 seconds or two minutes tops, right? And then for lower body, I would do some things like leg swings. So it's the exact same concept as the arm swings, right? With the arms, I'm trying to take them through that full range of motion. I'm doing some arm swings uh, with your legs. It's kind of the same thing. You know, you want to swing your legs forward and back and then also side to side. You just kind of want to move the, the move your legs all around in that little joint uh, up by your hip. 
and just take it through a full range of motion. And then I like to do something maybe like some body weight hip thrusts and then some body weight squats. And that's going to cover all of my bases, right? You're gonna do something for the, the front of your legs, basically, and then something for the back of your legs. And so a hip thrust or some type of like kettlebell deadlift. And whenever I'm talking about these things, I'm talking like a very um, lightweight, low effort, uh, just taking, going through the motions with these, right? You're just going through the movements. Um, and so with body weight, hip thrusts and body weight squats, I'm just getting loosey goosey. I'm just getting lubed up. I don't know why I keep using the word. It just, it just makes sense. Um, but leg swings and then into some body weight, hip thrusts and body weight squats. And then I'm ready for my next movement, which is typically going to be my main movement for that day. All right, so we've got the warming up your body, then we've got taking your muscles through the full range of motion, and then you can just get straight into your warm up sets for your main lift. And this is where it gets really important as well, because so many people just, even if they do get on the treadmill or something like that, they warm up their body, they can jump straight into their work sets a little bit too quickly. Whereas if they gave it just a little bit uh, more strategy, you can probably end up lifting more weight. You can feel better. You can also probably move a little bit more efficiently. You can probably prevent injury a little bit. And so what I would recommend, so let's say I'm doing bench press, right? Let's say I'm going to do 185 pounds on the bench press. So a plate and a 25 on each side for me to warm up to do that. Typically what I would do is I would start with the bar for about 10 reps, right? Again, you're just kind of getting loose. You're practicing the movement a little bit. I'm doing 10 reps on my first set. Then I'm going to take about 30 seconds. I'm going to put on probably 25s on each side. So then I have 95 pounds, right? Um, then wait, yes, sorry, math. Uh, I have 95 pounds. I do that about another five times, right? I'm making sure that my form is pristine. I'm making sure that I'm practicing the movement. I'm just kind of greasing that groove with lighter weight, but I'm taking the weight seriously and acting as if it's, you know, a heavier lift. I'm making sure that I'm greasing the movement, uh, appropriately because, if you, you know, practice makes perfect. And if you do shitty warm up sets, that's going to lead into shitty work sets as well. So my first set of five or five to 10, with just the bar, my next set, I'm going to do just five reps with 95 pounds. And then I'll probably throw on a plate on each side. So then I have 135. So just a 45 on each side, I'm going to do another set of about five reps, right? And then I'm going to get into my main work sets with the 185. So usually I don't make any jumps with, with a barbell. I don't make any jumps higher than about 50 pounds every single set, right? So you want to go in increments right there. And with dumbbells, it's usually about like 30 pounds, right? So I would go from, uh, you know, I would go, let's say I would start with the um, uh, I would start with the 20 pound dumbbells and then I would go to the 40 pound dumbbells and then I would go to the 60 pound dumbbells and just work my way up. But I'm going to do very, I'm going to do a, quite a few sets, right? So as I just said, that might be two to four warm up sets, but it's only going to be five reps or less, and it's going to be fairly quick. But the idea is to get those neurons firing, to get your, your sympathetic, sympathetic nervous system firing, get your, your, your nervous system ready to go, because that's going to be a big part of it as well. Before this, we just did a lot of work with the, the physiology side of things. So we got our body temperature up. We helped move those muscles around, right? And then whenever we get into our work sets, then it's our, our neuro 
neurological that needs to really start firing. And that's where on these warm-up sets, that's why I say take them seriously, because as you press really hard, that's going to prepare you for the heavy work sets that are about to come. So you don't just want to go up there and just kind of sling the weight around or whatever, take them seriously. And then by the time that you get to your main work set for the day, then you're going to be primed and you're going to be able to lift the most weight possible. Um, so that's kind of how I would do the warm-up sets. And then I would get into the work sets for the day. I promise give that a try. And I think you'll notice a big difference. Uh, and then the last thing is going to be the cool down. This is something that, uh, to be hundred percent honest, I don't always do just typically because, uh, I just don't feel compelled to, because I'm not usually super stressed to be hundred percent honest. But if I am feeling particularly stressed, then this is something where I would take a cool down because the, the whole idea of the cool down is everything that we just did in the gym, that's going to make our sympathetic nervous system fire a lot, right? So we're prepared for that kind of fight mentality. We're very alert. And so now that we're leaving the gym, we kind of want to use the cool down to bridge the gap in between uh, going from that sympathetic nervous state to then going out into the real world. We don't want to take that sympathetic nervous state with us, right? So then we want to, tr we want to take the cool down and use that as a bridge to get into that relaxed mode, to get into that parasympathetic nervous system, right? and just kind of cool down. That way we can go into the rest of our night without still having our heart rate elevated, elevated, et cetera, et cetera. And, and sometimes this can be as simple as just leaving the gym, right? You, you will eventually calm down uh, and that's how you can do it. But you can also trigger this more uh, quickly. And then also I think it can promote a lot more relaxation if you do a cool down like this. Uh, so something simple that I would recommend and that I've, that I've used for clients who kind of have very high stress jobs. And I'm just like, Hey, let's take this time of the day just to relax at the end of your workout. And, and you'll leave the workout feeling even more refreshed than normal. And so that could involve just walking, right? For five to 10 minutes after your workout. That could be something very simple, just focusing on your breathing, trying not to breathe, be on your phone, like don't be reading news, right? Or something like that. Just walking around, I think that that's super helpful. And then also uh, some type of belly breathing would be helpful. So if you look up uh, belly breathing, uh, a good example of this is gonna be Dr. Jacob Harden, Dr. Jacob Harden, H-A-R-D-E-N. Uh, uh, he's, he's really good with this kind of rehab, prehab injury prevention type stuff. And he has a good video on belly breathing. And the whole idea is to make sure that you take some deep breaths through your diaphragm and not up into your chest. And so you can just simply lay on the ground. You can hold your hand over your belly and then you can inhale for about six seconds. And then you can exhale for about six seconds. And you do this for 10 to 20 times right before you leave. And you just really take that breathing seriously. You close your eyes, you get into a dark space if you want to, right? A cool dark space. And that is just going to allow you to cool down effectively, trigger that parasympathetic nervous system, allow you to relax, and then you can leave the gym and carry on about your day. All right, ladies and gents, that is it for mini soda num number 154, uh, quick, effective lifting, warm-up, and cool-down strategies to reduce stress and prevent injury, something like that. Uh, if you like the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness Podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story 
tag me at Matt McLeod six. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.